You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 3, Episode 9. At someone's house, or we all go to our separate abodes. Abode. What do you think I am? <laughs> Not homeless. Johnny has an apartment in the financial district. We all crash at Johnny's place. Yeah, yeah, because he's not going unless he's unless someone's paying for his cab. He's sleeping somewhere nearby. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I'm out of money. It's pretty swanky's, by the way. Can really? reach the sunrise with yoga. Ah, <laughs> oh, stop it. The yeah. floorboards are creaking so loud. The rabbi walks out of your bathroom wearing one of your towels. I drink nothing but kombucha <laughs> all says, night. He says, my chakras are wide open. And he says, shalom. Where's my wolf? Good morning. Look at my wolf. Yes. Uh, Cook absolutely slept the night as a wolf. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gross. Your place <laughs> smells like wet dog. Uh, Part of your carpet is like all like torn up. up as he was making it comfortable. And when he's a wolf, he's a wolf. Oh, so he oh, eats somewhere in your Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was not a, he's not a dog. He's <laughs> like a dog, but he is a wolf. <laughs> Which means not house trained. Uh, no. <laughs> that, I mean... Someone tell Cook to stop humping the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Is Cook homeless? Yeah. He is homeless. Absolutely. He sleeps the dog. As a wolf. Yeah, he, most of the time when he's not with you guys, he's in wolf form, because it's all, uh, especially at night, at night time, he's in wolf form in Golden Gate Park. It's a good life. Hmm. Eats out of trash cans. If he ever gets captured by a dog catcher, he turns back into a man, <laughs> and, they just and the dog catcher freaks out. <laughs> but, but you were wolf! <laughs> and no one will ever believe you. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 now give me your clothes. <laughs> Alright. I need your truck and your clothes. What about Jensen? <laughs> Jensen was asleep in a closet on the floor, uh, cuddled up in a pile of shoes. Um, as you do, <laughs> as you do, and uh, uh, he he rouses last, and is just in horrible. He smells like sour, like it's just <laughs> coming off of him in waves, and he's still a little drunk. Oh God! Clay offers him some kombucha, uh, the most natural cleansing drink known to man. The toxins will flee your body, as your vomit did the night before. Does it still okay. have the skin on it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's necessary. Oh, I don't know what a kombucha <laughs> is, but... It's fermented tea. Is this the drink? so bad. Uh, you have to add liquor to it, but yes. It's definitely got the loogie thing floating in it. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like the, the skin of it. It's like a soup skin on top. Yeah, I, okay, it's I'll it's take gross. your word it's on it. Kombucha is awesome. Uh, I don't know what it is. No one, so. no one actually likes drinking it. We had kombucha on tap at my previous job, it. and I actually, I liked it. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, you, you like it too? Yeah, of course. I've never mind kombucha shit. <laughs> oh, Jeez. Craig. 
I mean, I like kombucha, but I hate Greg, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know. He likes it because Greg. <laughs> Finally, something we both have in common. <laughs> Cook wakes but up. But you like kombucha. Cook wakes up not, uh, not hungover at all, because uh, nothing takes off hangover like the hair of a dog. Uh, uh, I thought he's a wolf. Get out of my apartment. Hair of the wolf. Um, so he wakes up totally naked, stretches. Oh, and you thought he was hairy as a wolf. Oh. <laughs> he says, how do you like my shoes? <laughs> okay. Uh, Stealing. He- healing. <clears throat> healing. Oh, yeah. How much is a lot of rum? One more. That's a lot of rum. What? <laughs> you no, wanted you to said know how, how much? much is a lot, and she said one more, so you kept pouring. That was terrible communication. <laughs> I think it was all very clear. One more is a lot. When should I stop? One pour, a go. <laughs> um, uh, I, the rabbi got good rest uh, because a friend's bed, uh, uh, a, a free bed, is the softest. Pillow you will sleep on. That's Proverbs 72. Um, uh, the, uh, you know, I'm just gonna report right, that man. and everyone is affected right. by it emotionally. Um, I was shot in the back. <laughs> the bed is covered in blood. <laughs> 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 it's not his bed, it probably was already. Yeah, it's not really blood on the bed. Pee in the corner, you know. Barfed in the closet. And kombucha. <laughs> like, said, uh, it was like that when I got here. It was um, like that when I got here. Um, uh, how does uh, recovering work? My my wind knocked out of me was already oh, yeah. gone. Yeah, let's do a so, bit of recovery so here. So is this in recovery mode? Because it was the same scene from... You guys had... You you went home, you well, drank, you relaxed. Up. So you had time to, to all put, go into recovery. Is that gone? Um... If you, uh, so patched up, that I'm going to go ahead and say that because you got sort of like a little bit of like relaxing time, enjoyment time, you can consider it like a scene has passed. So if you have any, if you had any mild, um, consequences, they can be, uh, wiped off. Yay. Remember something about like a moderate going to a mild? How does that a moderate, I so yeah, you can if you, if you draw yeah, from your, and my your, um, power. Yoga, okay. the bullet holes away. Um, because you can you can convert a moderate <gasps> into a mild. Okay. Your yeah. pranayama. Um, but also, yo, your. No, not that. But as a passive ability, <laughs> your, your moderates, uh, everything, all of your stuff recovers at a rate at the one lower. So if you have a moderate, you get to play the moderate. Okay. Cool. Was that his passive? Yeah. In mean, okay. human recovery. Because he is supernatural in a bad way. Um. What? Uh, the here's, so here's the question, though. So we were a little confused. We do have to pull the rules open for this one because we, we want to use your power in an interesting way. Yeah. We did. We did understand that your powers are going to be more have a more dramatic effect, and therefore have a more dramatic effect on your hunger um, when you are more powerful. Yeah. Uh, but for now, the only one you have is inhuman uh, inhuman recovery, which it's right here. Uh, toughness recovery. So your your catch says, if you if you use an ability from what it's attached to, which is in human recovery, you have to roll against your thing. Yeah. Right. So here's the question: uh, one of your effects 
is fast recovery. Out of combat, you recover from physical consequences as if they were one lower level in severity. What is he eating? What's he eating? <laughs> Poopy He's, just been... <laughs> He's just been licking the carpet for like oh, 10 minutes. Blurped. Right there. Oh, it's been up. Oh, I good job. It up as best I good could. job, Butters. A little, a little deep, deeper cleaning there. Gross. <laughs> it's just that's dogs and babies. Parker oh. pile just in his mouth. A symbiotic <laughs> relationship. Uh, um, Gross. Uh, so, so here's my thought. Here's my thought. When when you're out of combat, you can recover your um, injuries at a rate faster. That's supernatural. That is straight up a inhuman, it is literally inhuman ability to recover from injuries. Should that count as using your power? Yeah, I think if he chooses, yeah. I think you can choose whether or not you want to recover faster. So that's the question. So so we decide if you recover faster, should that count as using your power? Last week we said, I, I sort of said no or didn't really bring it up. This this week I have changed my mind because I think that's that's like... Wolverine regenerating. Like, yeah. yeah, it's passive, but it's like a core part. It's an important part. Probably the most commonly used part of inhuman recovery yeah. is that, yeah. that ability. Uh, a suggestion. So, let me finish the, 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 the two-part question. The second part is, so if we do consider that um, to be using your power, uh, should it be optional to use it? Or should it be just the way you heal and um, it makes you hungry? Should we take into consideration what's happening after? Like, how many scenes pass until... Like, I guess if we have to do something strenuous, like maybe one or two scenes after I get injured? Well, it's like you kind of got to decide now, right? It's like, is this moderate consequence recovering at the rate of moderate, or is it recovering at the rate of mild, meaning you're going to erase it? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you sort of have to do, there's not really a way to put that off because it either is recovered or isn't. And if it is, it's faster. Like, one of the reasons why I picked it too was like, dramatic purposes to it. So if it's something that could create a complication, I think that kind of, in my mind, supersedes like the whole point. So I think if, if there is something important that's supposed to happen, but I'm, I have to heal, but then that puts me, puts kind of the group in some kind of danger of me losing control. I mean, I think that would be kind of an interesting thing. I kind of agree. I think, I think it is more dramatic, at least. If he does, if it's always on, he doesn't get to choose not to heal faster. So you generally like the idea of it yeah. drawing from your hunger. Like if if you like the idea of it drawing and it has to, I that's what I would lean towards. I, I, I like it because, um, well, what I say is I like it, uh, like that. I think that it's basically the equivalent of a kind of a random encounter. It's like a travel thing where that can be a fun thing. It kind of represents the the outside forces, and we're not always in control of all this stuff. Also. If we don't like it, I think the best time to reassess it would actually be at a power jump. When we go to the next power level, we say, maybe uh, Giant Sausage has more control over his power now. Maybe he can opt out of it. Maybe he can, you know, once every... I think that's, actually, that's actually built into the hunger mechanics because yeah. it's it's the strength of the power is is yeah. the hit. So I'm that, really just becomes, that just becomes <laughs> less... Um, two becomes less of an impactful stress hit. Right? Okay, so um, if we say like it. it is automatic, what happens as a result? Yeah, how would we play that? Well, then we have to look. You know how your thing works. Oh, so it's uh, one of us. If it's automatic, then I. That you you're drawing you're healing you are automatically one. healing faster, which then draws on your power, which means you have to do something as a result. It's, yeah, so in the book I have to roll um, against Cardio. the 
cost of it? Using my discipline? Yeah, it's it's feeding dependency, which I'm I'm looking for. I have it over here. Probably it's under page one ninety. Yeah. Or oh, I'm not far enough. That happens. <laughs> All right, so here, let's read the mechanics. So let's just ro- play it out. The glossary right? is so mm. bad. Uh, so you have a stress track called hunger. What is your? How many stress points do you have in it? I have uh, three boxes. You have three boxes. Okay. So limited reserves at the end of a scene. Whenever you have heavily exerted your affected powers. Oh wait. Uh oh. When you've heavily exerted your affective powers. That's why we... Maybe that's why we were... You must check to see if you experience feeding failure. This manifests as an attack with a strength equal to the total refresh cost of the abilities you used. You roll discipline to defend. For example, if you used inhuman strength and inhuman toughness in the scene, it's a total of four refresh. So you'd be rolling your discipline to meet or beat a target of four. Um, How would you use inhuman toughness in a scene? Toughness. uh, Inhuman uh, recovery. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Yeah, that's where it's like inhuman toughness, like what you can do for stress boxes, but the yeah, yeah, yeah. recovery is what you can do for consequences. Yeah. yeah, inhuman toughness, it would be easy enough to say that you used it if essentially if you checked uh, either of those two extra stress boxes would be an easy mm-hmm. way to sort of draw the line. Mm-hmm. Here, I almost feel like basically if you suffer consequences higher than mild, because mild recovers um, in one scene anyway, but if you suffer consequences higher than mild, you're essentially making use of inhuman recovery. Mm-hmm. I would call that a use of it, right? Yeah, okay. If, if we want... We can start it that way. If it seems too harsh and all of a sudden this is happening all the time and it's not interesting, then we'll change it. Yeah, I'm um, that. That sounds good. So um, it makes sense that you're supposed to do it at the end of a scene because it wants to do it while your stress boxes are still checked. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, a two-strength attack is just going to go to your stress and then disappear. Well, Actually, no, it doesn't disappear. Yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's do the mechanics, which is... Uh, it's an attack with a strength equal to the total refresh cost of the abilities you used. You roll discipline to defend, and you add it all up into one attack. It's not like for each thing you did. Mm-hmm. Um, so you roll your discipline to defend against a two um, hunger attack. I need to focus. And we'll read the result. Hey Greg, since we're since we're doing a lot of design stuff, we're in the middle of letting him resolve his hunger thing. Just, it's just a question. Okay, okay. okay. What's what's your question? Um, can we add my focus item to the docket of things we're figuring out? You want you want to do that right now? Yeah. While we're in the apartment, let's yeah. do it. Otherwise, we'll forget. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is in the middle of this is Johnny in the night, sort of recovering, and this is his. Well, you can so you can. Night two, terror. Di- two discipline. You can flavor it as you like. Um, you need to meet so two to not take the negative effect. Is that a miss? <laughs> that is. I have. A, I'm at a one right now. You're at a one. Yeah. So then, what happens points. as a result? I'm honestly well, he excited. Can, he can invoke. This is a regular defend roll. Oh, but do you take shifts on your yeah. hunger stress it track? We'll read what happens. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's, so I'm curious it's a little to see what different. happens if I do take. The You're curious to see what happens. Yeah. Night terror. Are you making the decision not to do it? Before you learn? Uh, yes. yes. Alright, let's do it. Okay, if you fail... Let's, let's, let's. If you fail, what you did, you take hunger stress as though you'd suffered an attack. You have physical or... If you have physical or mental consequence slots open, you may use them to buy off the stress as per the normal rules. Um, if you cannot or do not wish to spare consequences, then you must lose access to a number of your powers up to a refresh cost equal to the amount of stress taken. That's rough. Oh. These offenses can be combined however really you choose. You lose your powers. Um, if you have no powers left to lose and are taken out by a feeding failure, you are actually taken out, resulting in complete incapacitation, extreme emanci- uh, emanciation, 
and emaciation. other emaciation, emancipation, extreme freedom, uh, and other nasty fates. Uh, highly stressful or emotional situations can still trigger your need to feed, even if you've already lost some of your abilities. Um, so this mainly just affects my, my power that I would use if I was to keep the hunger stress. The first box. Yeah, yeah. So, um, however, you could take the uh, the mild consequence, which, combined with your inhuman recovery, <laughs> sort of weird. <laughs> like Recursive. Just... You can just never eat. And this is the the cosmic horror of Johnny Sausalito. <laughs> time is a flat circle. So, <laughs> if you leave the checkbox on there, the hunger one, what happens as a result? Do you not get access to one of your powers? I think it reduces my ability to use it. So you wouldn't have access to inhuman recovery. The thing is, the failure recovery, you can recover. So if you had succeeded at the roll, by the way, you clear out your entire hunger stress track. Okay. So as soon as you succeed at one of those end of um, end of scene things, you get to um, you get to clear it out, and then they, all your stuff comes back. Okay. You can recover your lost abilities at the rate of up to one point per scene, so long as you opt out of the scene, essentially because you're spending it feeding. You can regain all of your lost abilities in one scene if you feed so forcefully as to kill a victim outright. Uh, that, that would, that's for vampires specifically who might yeah. figure out what that means for you. For me, in either case, <laughs> your hunger stress clears out completely, any, and any consequences that resulted from feeding failure vanish regardless of the usual recovery time. Okay. Um... I it is hey someone just joined called the Saturday Night. Um, welcome the Saturday Night. He's just a solo, a solo band of uh, of week, week and nights. He's still getting warmed up. Saturdays. Uh, was it correct that there's the option to shift it over to a different type of stress? Yeah, if you don't want to take it, you can just. No, you can take a um, a consequence. Consequence is all I'm saying. The consequence is still open. They specifically refer to it as physical or social consequences, which I never referred heard them referred to that way. I that was, was like, ha! That was always like those are just so. Um, so it, it's like this is this is still a little bit confusing to uh, to apply. Um, it seems a little confusing to apply because he could then okay, we'll just apply it to his mild consequence, which he then heals immediately. At the beginning of the next scene, but then that's using his uh, recovery, which means he has to roll again. <laughs> um, well, we were saying for the moderate yeah. ones, he would have to roll, but we were saying for the, for the mild, it, he wouldn't. Would it make sense yeah. that his inhuman recovery <laughs> cannot help him against inhuman consequences gained from his hunger, because otherwise it just creates... Yeah, it's starting to become hard to track. It might make sense that it should only count when you're actually using the power in... I think so. ...in a scene. In a, yeah. in a conflict. This is logical. Yeah. I think this is why we sort of read that, and the re I think I read it to myself and didn't suggest it before, because I had just read that and went, well, that doesn't make sense in between scenes. Um, Does... Because you do have a in-combat ability in Human Recovery, which is you can, once per scene, you may clear away a mild physical consequence as a supplemental action. Oh, so that was away. the thing we were going to say. And yeah, that would that be definitely drawing from your, your drawing hunger, from your hunger yeah. which I think um, makes sense. That'd be using... Uh, yeah, I guess so. I feel like we... Well, I like the idea of Johnny Sausalito honestly like having like night, you know, nightmarish sleep... Nightmare-filled sleep, 
which is when he's recovering extra. You know, he's or he's like sucked into the book, like he's reading the book all night and wakes up like bloodshot eyes, but his wounds are healed or something like that. I would love to incorporate that somehow, but it sounds like... Right now it doesn't make sense. He didn't receive yeah, enough exactly. of uh, damage. Right, and yeah, yeah, using it in the middle of combat, which you should do, so I guess is if, not working. I guess if, if, Johnny just, if Johnny decided to keep that first hunger stress box... So if that's just like the concept, like his uh, the result of what yes. he's healing. So, so uh, just means he has powers or just I could just go. With so it. so going going back to the original suggestion of maybe that your healing is when you draw upon it. Maybe the treat it as a treat it as a consequence one slot lower is a decision that you have to make um, at the end of that scene. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's the end of the scene. You have to decide. Are you drawing on your hunger to heal this quickly so it becomes one of the lower slot or it heals as fast as one of the lower slot? If you do, immediately roll for the hunger. That way it's all part of the scene, it's all so part it of that heals. drama. Okay. And if you choose not to, it heals at the regular rate. And you can't change your mind later. Yeah. Like I think that is a way that um Make sure to do it right. that will yeah. keep it make it interesting because yeah. it's part of the scene and uh, and then we don't have to answer it's not the weird like cyclical mm-hmm. mild consequence thing. Um, okay. on, yeah, that's on a, on a related note, there's enough Rum and lime stuff for one more. I've had a second. I'm having my one more. Oh, you're having your one more currently. Put his finger in my drink. Was there a poopy knuckle? Um, there was a poopy knuckle he put in there. Does anyone okay. else want any? No. There's only room for one. Remember, I already poured too much. Yeah, I, uh, you know. I've had way too many poopy knuckles in my life. Danny, you're laying down on the ground right now. Oh no, there wasn't enough for his when. Camera. So let's um, let's do it that way. You got to. You have to at the end of the scene. Decide that you're going to draw upon your inhuman recovery to recover your consequences quickly, including mild, you know, before the beginning of the next scene, and moderate as, you know, basically bump them around. And then we do the feeding dependency um, based on that decision. Sounds good. I kind of like the idea, too, that basically you only get that inhuman recovery, like, basically at the time, at the, time the, uh, the wound was taken. Right, and it's like it's like you can't then like when you're just like recovering from a thing, go and like heal fast. It's like right when you get it, when it's a fresh wound, is when your power can apply to it. And if it starts healing naturally, it has to play out. Sort of, sort of a neat thematic bit to that. Just before we jump on the focus items, I want to understand things. I don't know. I do not understand how consequences work, so I want to understand. Basically, mild ones will go into recovery and then go away on on a scene by scene basis. Is the idea that moderate goes into recovery mode after a restful? After a restful. I think narrative. They're all supposed to like. No, they they must. You must treat all consequences before they go into recovery. Okay, so did we? Did I treat my back wound? Uh, yes, I said that because you guys just went to a bar and didn't have any pressures. You were able to get. So didn't we what, say like I went to my car? In and fact, I actually, like I, a, I think you explicitly first aid, did. First aid kit. I think you yeah. explicitly. So did. my thing is, what does going into recovery entail? That is when you change the aspect to a recovery. renamed no version. No longer of it. gunshot. Now like Back. patched bullet wound Back. or yeah. something. Wound. And that that's when the timer starts. And how long is the timer for a moderate? Uh, one moderate. session. Yeah. One. Yeah. All right. One so full I'm gonna rewrite this. Um, there's a used check checkbox. You can put stuff on there. You can rewrite it. 
there's no way to specifically highlight it aside from the narrative writing that it's in recovery. It's uh, like, you're right. They don't. They don't. I just want to provide sure a like, like a. No, you just rewrite it to be something narrative sounding. You can say recovering from. Yeah, I will actually just do that as my normal name. Okay. Anyway, so I just want to understand. That. So at the end of the session, I'll begin. Okay. Focus at him. Cool. How do I make one and get one? Great. Uh, focus items. And what, what would be a cool one? I'm leaning towards UPS box, but jar of kombucha, also cool idea. How what do you many, want to do? How many points do you get? Klingon blades. Well, he has okay. his, um, his, his mechanics-wise, how many points thing. do you get? I don't know. That's another good question. Um, I don't know anything about focus items, right. other than I should definitely have one. All right, then we'll, that's getting, what I'm looking at. I have it right here. Is it this page? Oh, that one's so easy. Sponsored magic? Um, it shouldn't be a sharpened Klingon. Well, here, it's... you look through it, too. It's your thingy. Yeah, I was Would just waiting for like the... to sponsor my magic? It's, Thanks, um, Sam. So it's not a sharpened uh, prop? Um, um, first, I get to look it up and see how to find one, it in the index. But it's still a focus It's 256. It's, it is 256. Yeah. You know the page. <laughs> I'm looking at the index right now. I'm looking it up for you. Yes, but the it's index like is like... Focus items. All right. Super fun. That sounds like... All right, guys. Maze. Quiet at the table. Listening. Finally, there are focus items, the most common tools of the uh, evocator's trade. Most wizards rely on focus items to reduce the risks inherent to evocation. They vary wildly in terms of what they can be, and they depend highly on the wizard's particular paradigm of magic. Um, for example, Harry Justin has a lot of the traditional medieval English wizard thing going on, so he has a rune card, staff, and a wand uh, as his primary focus items. A wizard with a far eastern bent might have prepared scrolls with uh, mystical calligraphy on them. A wizard of a religious bent might brandish a symbol of his faith. The main purpose of a focus item is to make it easier to control the release of energy in an evocation. Either way, it's a method uh, to add extra control to the construct uh, to the construct in the wizard's mind. If he can envision the energy traveling down his arm into a rod, and the rod is actually an object, it's easier than if the construct is entirely mental. Using a focus item may give you a plus one bonus, either to conviction, making it safer to summon one or more shift of power, or discipline, making it easier to control the spell, for a specific application. Um, so it's something typically, that you hold in your hand is best. Typically and traditionally, a focus item is used only for one element. However, it is possible for a focus item to be more powerful, adding a bigger bonus to being used for various types of invocation. Highly personal focus may also be one of your aspects and could provide additional bonuses via invocation. So that is the first um, part of it. It doesn't tell us how many points you actually get. Mm -hmm. um, 278 is the other page that has See, focus they, items. Um, so, 278. Crafting items, here it is. Uh, oh, um... They're very straightforward. That's just... Okay, focus items are straightforward. Here you go. Would it you say on the template page? A single focus, focus item slot, as granted by various spellcraft powers on page 179. I, I do remember now that that is where it is, so 179. Uh, Kaelin, you have what power for... Can we pretend we're in Cassie's show? She has uh, channeling, what? I believe. You have channeling? Can you play as Cassie? Please? So channeling yeah. is this. Channeling is you have item slots. It's your first effect is you can use evocation, but only for one element. The second one is item slots. Channeling comes with two free focus item slots. You can design the items that fit into these slots now or later on during play, as we are doing right now. A single focus item slot may be traded in for two enchanted item slots. You may gain... 
More item slots as one of the options on the refinement ability, but you may only buy refinement for that purpose. All items created for those slots must be in keeping with the elemental theme you've chosen for your power. So, so enchanted items slots earthy or stony related, huh? Yeah, but you have an option with this this enchanted item thing, um, which is over here. You can okay. have two for one focus item, basically. Yeah, so you trade get two focus in. items. You can trade in a focus item for two enchanted items. Let's go over it's what they are. They must be weaker then in some way. A single focus item slot, as granted by various focus powers, grants a plus one bonus. For evocation purposes, this bonus may be applied either to the wizard's offensive power, conviction, or offensive control, discipline, or defensive power, conviction, or defensive control, discipline. That's a lot of things. So Those narrative, like uh, Dresden has a blasting wand, which he used to cast fire. He has a shield bracelet, which he helps him with defense. So yeah. Basically, the staff defense. is sort of more powerful. That might be even full aspect. But you have to pick one or the other, basically. Yeah. Okay. Offense, kind defense, of, and for... Yeah for uh, power or control. Is that the focus item or the enchanted item? These are all focus item rules. Okay, so it's just a plus one. A plus one, but you have to pick which of those four things it's it either applies to. conviction or discipline. Yeah, conviction or discipline. And, and is it offense or defense? Offensive or defensive. Um, what's the one you have to roll to like back up what you were gonna do? Discipline. That's discipline. Okay, then I want That's that control. One. I want the, the discipline. I don't want to rack discipline. Okay. Uh, for thaumaturgy focuses, this bonus may be... Okay, well, that's it's not what you have. In addition, you must specify which type of evocation uh, or thaumaturgy is, enchant is uh, enhanced by the item's bonus. An, ev <coughs> an evocation focus is specific to work with a particular kind of element. In your case, it's going to be earth no matter what. Mm -hmm. no matter what. Uh, subsequent focus item slots allow you to create new focus items. Alternatively, one or more slots may be spent to add greater capacity to an existing focus item. Okay, well, we don't have that, so... You do. You have two... Focus item. It doesn't exist yet. I haven't made one. Right, but this is your option. You can make it a, a single item and have it be strength two. It's oh, important huh. when deciding what you want to get. Uh-huh. Subsequent focus item slots, which you have, you have two, allow you to create a new focus or boost up a previous one. The total number of slots a focus item uses is equal to the number of elements or types multiplied by the total of the bonuses. Oh, so an item that offered, okay, blah, 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 blah. We get how that works. I can, it doesn't matter because you can't, with only two slots, it won't apply. The one restriction on the bonus provided is that they may not total to a number greater than your lore. So oh. if your lore is good, you can have My lore's uh, only average. an evocation focus item that provides plus three to offensive control, offensive power, defensive power, or defensive control, or focus supplies plus one. So you can only have a plus one item, which means build two plus one items. Yeah, you can't do a plus two item. Too powerful of an item. On the yep. next minor milestone switch it with something that's higher up. I could do that with athletics maybe. But I really like that he can run a flight several flights yeah. of stairs and beat the elevator. Or get there just at the same time. Hey, listen to this. If you are willing to lock the item down to only ever being useful for one specific spell, oh, such as spell an established weapon. evocation rote or a divination spell that always um, looks for the same thing, then you get a single free slot upgrade to add an extra plus one bonus. Even if your lore's lame? Well, you'd still need okay. the lore. So it's just a you can't benefit from the same type of bonus, example, a control bonus, from two or more items at the same time. Right. So if you had two items, one with a plus two control and another with a plus one control, a total is a plus you two. You only get the... One. So that's a that's that a cool sense. idea. That if you sense. if you lock it down, you want to be like I would want one that just throws up a it'd be like the shield bracelet. Like all it does is throw up a spell. It's extra powerful because it's just for that focus. Blaster rod wouldn't uh, be that because he can sort of use it for all sorts of items. Although he almost okay. always uses it for non-joking ones even. Oh man, um, I want to hear that. Here's enchanted items. 
Enchanted items are intended to hold a single pre-generated effect that is stored until released, after which the energy in the item must be recharged. Come on, oh, see. so like a classic wand. He uh, has a ring which holds kinetic energy from him moving his arm, and then he can release it on a go into like a big punch. That's really yeah. goofy. The, cons- like uh, the con- construction process is very similar to the process of creating a focus item, except that the wizard also imbues the item with minute amounts of spell energy as he goes through the attunement process, gradually shaping it to hold the energy it's designed for. Making an enchanted item requires one enchanted item slot, which can be acquired by trading in focus item slot for two enchanted item slots. When you create an enchanted item, you must specify the effect that the item performs. Um, nearly any effect within the range of thaumaturgy or evocation is allowed, though evocation tends to be easier because the amount of power involved is comparatively small. Um, subject to two limitations. The effect um, has a strength equal to your lore, and it may only be used once per game session. After it's used, the item requires time to recharge by some means that you determine. This is assumed to take long enough to reach into the next session. Okay. You may uh, increase the number of uses per session by one uh, by reducing the base strength of the item by one. So if you have a good lore, you could create an enchanted item with an effect strength of good that you can yeah, use once per session. Yeah, one, so. blah, blah, blah. No, no, that's relevant. Um, the strength yeah. uh, reduced by uh, yes. possible using yeah, enchanted item. Uh, uh, subsequent enchanted item, so that's blah, 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 blah. Okay, so... I don't want to talk any more about enchanted items. Okay, you I got have it. Ideas. I will. I will explore that later. A geodependent, uh, uh, just a quartz crystal, just you know, thing. Just a chunk of quartz. Quartz, uh, a marble ring, or a ring of petrified wood. I like that. I'm going with uh, that. An orb, a glass orb, just full of earth. Cool, gnarly ginseng root. Um, a staff of petrified wood. No, I like I like the petrified ring. The ring of petrified wood. Yeah. Cool. Because it's stone and land. Yeah. Which is really cool. Okay. Um, so that's that makes one sense for focus a discipline. That's one focus item slot. Ah ah ah. Right, so that's for the discipline, one. and the second one. Um, I guess that would be the other thing. Then you would do like a defensive one. Sure. Mm, that one. Feels more difficult. That could be like a pendant or something because it's it's more kind of passive using it. Yeah, you're not. Use the ring for you. Yeah. You know, it could be like a watch, a bracelet, or different like mm-hmm. crystals or something. Kinda, Hipster like focus this. item, a 35 millimeter camera. Yeah, yeah, it has to be earth related though. It that's, could be, you could even have like a hempen rope or, or a cord with uh, like geotone things. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. It. Like little beads. Yeah, exactly. Like little beads, but it's all hemp. Maybe so yeah. it's all, it's he- like hemp braid with like beads of. What effect are you thinking of it having? Maybe like that's seeds. How about amber? Yeah, Ooh, cool. How yeah. about amber? So little amber with, beads um, and it's all, it. it's all hemp warm, woven in it. It's really, it's from. Super it's ridiculous. Crunch. It's super a, crunchy. It's, it's offensive. Ultra crunchy. It's offensive. Yeah. No, I'm offended. Oh, liturgy. It's a gateway. It's drug. a gateway drug to fashion. <laughs> Mistakes. Um, awesome. So yeah. Okay. So that's. So then I have one for my defense. Whatever that. Is that defense rolls? Or, yeah. Or whatever. Defense Greg says conviction that, or defense discipline. Is there a difference? Yes. Yep. Remember one is. How much power is have, in your defense and how much control is in your defense? Oh, I already have discipline, so I guess. But that's for other... a different thing, right? You have four. Yeah, that's. There are four quadrants. I'm looking these. at discipline offense is the one with the ring. Okay. And then. You can still go discipline defense if you want it to all be discipline related items. It's completely up to you. Because um, you don't get to use them at which the same is gonna, time. No. Which which one's gonna pop up more? Do you think? Or, or they both pop up makes... equally. Every single spell you cast, conviction comes into play. Discipline comes into play. 
Conviction like, will allow you. Stuff. Conviction will allow you to uh, to make a greater defense. Make a a larger wager without having to pay the mental stress for it. You'll still you can you can. I like that you because can bring I'm really five, squishy. Yeah, I'm not bring, that squishy. No, actually. you're not. You're actually the least squishy out of anyone on the entire table. I'm the best. Uh, Cassie is tied for you. On um. Okay. Fine. Then I'll do that discipline Thank as well because that will be fun. No, maybe she has no physical. Discipline. Okay. So I'm extremely disciplined <laughs> with all my items. Cool. All right. See now. Now we've got that done, and I just have to remember to apply whenever I'm doing something offensive during the <laughs> um, during the discipline phase of that. Just have to remember to add the plus one. Yeah. Okay. And I want to say right now, if and I... you can only use earth magic through it, but all she uses is earth magic, so yeah. it would just always apply? Yep. Okay. Um, that's what's nice about being a focus practitioner. You don't have to... You uh, don't have to... There's a special type of seed used by Hindus and Buddhists as prayer beads. You're talking about the lotus seed? Mm, nope. Uh, Red Raksha. Oh, the little, it's got like Red little, seeds. it's got little divots in it. They're pretty distinctive, he said. Yeah, they're, they've got like little, it looks like it has like a bunch of little divots all around it or something. Um, Jet Li wears them in a lot of movies. Hmm. Really? I think so. I mean, I think, I think I'm right. that, like, oh, Is it the one with like oh, yeah. a lot of little holes in it or Jet something? Li. <laughs> it's got a texture. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. See, I know what that is. Um, but no, not that. Just, this is, those are too large anyway. Yeah. Okay. Those are cool. But yeah, no, I'm thinking more like less Buddhist, more pretending to be enlightened. Gotcha. Kind of vibes. So so Okay. Less less spiritual, more crunchy woo-woo. Alright. Um or maybe they'll change. Maybe he'll get one of those cool dirty um, Oh, and I did want to say one thing. Kevin. Um, that's okay. I, I just want to say that if I forget to add my plus one, yep, and it's like vital or whatever, I'm okay with not applying it. Like I'm mm -hmm. like I'm okay with. To get screwed. I'm, I'm give, uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if it, if I don't remember that, we got a lot of that going around the table. I don't want a retroactive fix. I, yeah, well, me we personally, I, I don't care about anyone else doing blitz, that. Blitz, blitz, blitz. I just feel like I I want to be. Uh, Kevin, what, <laughs> what did you have to share with the table? Yeah, the, uh, the hungover is when Gary Gygax would design a dungeon, he would hide a uh, something like a portable hole. He said, in like the furthest reach that you'd have to go through all these different twists and turns to get to, and inevitably, he said, his players would choose to go down each of those twists and turns and get to the most powerful treasure he would hide in the dungeon. That is from. An editorial he wrote in Dragon Magazine. The original Dragon Magazine or the new Dragon the Magazine? One, because he's dead. Well, I hope you're happy! He was still alive when Wizards had taken over Dragon Magazine. Pretty sure. That's what killed him. This was, this was I think, gosh. before his death. Third edition. Yeah, so it'll be when he was still. No one resurrected him? No one resurrected him? Wizards did. Th oh, they did. Yeah, Wizards is really cracked up the diamond prices. They, and so. they made the whole SRD, like, yeah. they really did a lot of good for role playing. Until. Uh, the D&D &D diamonds are like this. OGL is actually what I was thinking of. <laughs> SRD is different. Um, okay. You guys are in Johnny's swing apartment. Can I get like a, just a five word <laughs> reminder of where you're standing and how? 
uh, sitting on like a couch, holding a jar of kombucha and a boot, and just sort of staring <laughs> at the floor. A mason jar of kombucha. It has to be a mason jar. Sitting with the uh, uh, ritual caster's pants on, uh, looking at all the papers he printed out uh, with notes he wrote when he was drunk about what the hacker had said. Drawings mostly. Uh, doing yoga on the balcony. Wearing towel, five, 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 complimenting six. Johnny's bathroom. Good, I hope that was six. Johnny. Uh, reading book by the window. <laughs> All right. Cook pouring over the printed out notes. There's definitely some drunken uh, uh, drunken scrawlings on them. But and the print. <laughs> the evidence keeps centering around, you know, the one thing. There's all this lots of papers about how him uh, the the what are we calling him? He had a name. Liam? Liam. Liam's um Mr. Bell. Uh yeah, Mr. Bell's research yeah. On uh, on you all, not you all, but on on all the the, the wizards, the, the six wizard. wizards, Blue, Clay, and Cassie, and Neil. Seven. There were seven. Yeah, the seven wizards that he was looking at, or or at least minor practitioners that he was looking at, um, uh, kidnapping to sacrifice to the demon. And so there's a, a lot of them is like um, a couple years of surveillance. Jesus. Um, uh, no, no, a couple years is too long. Call it. Um, a year? Centuries. Call it four months. Four months That's of sort of uh, uh, surveillance. There's some. Uh, there's receipts from uh, private investigators. Um, you know, an itemized list of what they did and sort of their report. They hired a private investigator to like look at Cassie and just cover her shop for a while and just get to, like patterns of behavior. And then there's like a psychological profile on uh, on Clay. That basically, and that's where like the notes go into explaining that if someone were noticeably kidnapped, um, uh, like noticeably kidnapped with obvious clues left behind, Clay would uh, Clay will be there the next day, guaranteed. I'm like, not circled. that predictable. And then and, there's a note that says, "Does not think he's that predictable." Yeah, yeah. and then you got uh, you got uh, you know Luzong most likely to join Clay, but there's a backup plan involving the ramen shop, like uh, timing. That's there's really the the guy, uh, the the wizard who's obsessed with the Bachelor. It said uh, the Bachelor will be playing on Thursday night, and he'll definitely be at home watching the show. Always uh, on Thursday nights. And then there was a couple of notes about the ones that he did I successfully kidnap. Watch um, and so that's what like a lot of the like files that you got is all of that stuff, and that's that's clearly like you get it. He researched the people, and he found them, and executed this plan all within uh, 24 hours to kidnap all these people. Those two other people that he, or those three people that he had. Had been kidnapped um, at, at different points and in, in within like Kept the last alive and... twelve hours that you guys had gotten there, and oh, so well, they weren't there that long. This was all executed all at once. He wasn't kidnapping people and then holding them for a long time, getting the next ones. This was like the execution of the plan. Um, but it all goes back to the beginning point, um, the, the beginning point of receiving this message, receiving this message from uh, via Luster of a guy saying, "You want power? I'll tell you how to get power." Said, summon, uh, you know, draw a summoning circle. Not, not, not quite. Yeah, you know, invoke a, uh, invoke a summoning and say this true name. Uh, he will offer you. Uh, he will offer you a deal, and uh, and if you take it, you can you can skip right past the uh, learning phase. The learning phase and 
So this guy reached out like four months ago to him? Yeah. Wow. So, and then there's around. there's notes about him uh, uh, doing the ritual and sort of notes about the demon explaining the physical the physical appearance of it and blah 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 and then basically coming to the deal. He actually the demon had offered him a deal like two or three times and he wrote a bunch of like not like quite pros and cons but analyzing the language of the deal, figuring out like meticulously how a different interpretation of what the deal could mean and then there's like a revised language of the deal and then a revised language of the deal and a revised <laughs> so language of the deal. He came back to him like with a like So he's like clearly like you see like summoning four and he's got all these like notes written up for the summoning and like thing until finally like accepted version there's like a big circled thing and it's it's like a like, like a paragraph a, green a paragraph of of like a detail it's like practically legalese of like a demon agreement Looks like, a like will yeah. you know will provide you know seven parentheses numeral seven you know uh, uh, human beings uh, that have been shown to possess if affinity ends. if blah 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 then blah 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 um, the summoner here to known as you yeah. Well, so the whole whole thing it says deal accepted at the bottom and then Cook's not a dummy, he's just a drunk, so he understands a lot of it, enough of it. Yeah. I calls Rabbi over and says, uh Rabbi uh kinda <laughs> His beard's all wet. Why is it wet? It just took Never a mind. Um drinking from the toilet. Yeah. You're a good I man. Uh, you, you think, uh, our little, uh, Bell guy is the only one that email like this went out to? Is this something we still the need only, to be concerned about, or are we done? It's the only missing cases we heard about, but, uh, we should check, we should check our respective contacts to see if See if anyone else has gone missing out of the normal gone missings that were. We could also just go straight over to Knob Hill and uh, knock on their door. That went so well last night. What? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, just oh, going the security guards. Some more investigation. Which of us would be best at being popular on Luster? Every single one of us just goes. I'm a real uh, dog. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's them. Charlie starts to lead us profile. She's like, "Hey, have you read this book? Favorite things. I love reading this book. I love reading this book. Read this book. We can talk about reading this book. Have you seen this book? book? It's my favorite. Hey, my text game is pretty strong. Yeah, his, yeah. I think out of anyone, his picture is just the book. Yeah. My best feature. <laughs> my eyebrows. <laughs> my eyebrows. Although, my please be Jewish. Feature, this is J-Date, right? This is J-Date. <laughs> <laughs> my niece said she'd set me up Luster. on the... You said the Esther, bus. right? Esther. <laughs> Jewish dates, right? <laughs> I was a Jewish version of it. Um, Cook says, no, I don't know, man. Is this something we really need to follow up on? I mean, do we stop the bad guy? Do we need to go over there? I'm just saying, like... You know, I got... You know, I got things to do. There's always more bad guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm no, I'm no good over at Knob Hill. You don't get much uh, money at Knob Hill. Hmm. We need. If we went in, we would need someone. Who here is tech savvy? I mean, 
I can try it down to it. I, I, know I mean, I can I do a Google search. Because... <laughs> your niece... I can do a Google your search, niece but it'll throw up said I don't want. They're in storage in there, but... Can we get... I learned enough from we, my niece to do what needs to be done. So you could get the files if we got there, if we were as trying to... As long as we're stealing something, I'm pretty tech-savvy. <laughs> <laughs> if it involves... That's all I'm to do. We saved, <laughs> we saved the people that were in danger, but we might start getting into a higher pay grade if we start going up the chain. Is this what we want? Who's in? Hmm. <laughs> Are there going to be people? I mean... <laughs> Is this even a question? I thought you were joking. We're, we're talking about hacking a place. Are any of us good at that? Like, he, was, no, he said, if we could get in... He, ha- he probably I've could learned, get the files. He's learned enough from criminals and his niece to hack computers. Yeah, if, he's, if, he's, if we're already in there. He's probably a criminal. Yeah, he, he knows to type in, download. Well, so, so keep in mind, there's, there's a million different ways to get these files, and they're yeah. not on a computer right now. I thought she said they were... They They're were, in cold storage. I thought they were... Does cold storage uh, not mean on a computer? Uh, it... On a storage device. Uh, okay. Of some sort, uh, which... Like these a, days... Like a USB these days stick. a computer can be this big, right? right? So, but, but the defense is getting in. The, the, the defense that we'd have the, to... The, the, yeah. the current problem it. is that it is not connected to a network. That's the uh, only problem. Cook says, honestly, I mean, why do we have to... Stealing this stuff isn't solving the problem. The problem is that someone is sending it out. We're but to find to, out who it is. But we're trying to find the information, which is... Well, so, we go and talk to them. I mean, do they want people sending this stuff out? Uh, that's a fine question. Uh, it's a, it's just a risk. It's You have to decide if you want to risk that. Because if they decide not to help us, then it's going to be that much harder well, to I take mean, it Well, I mean, it's all like white court territory over there. Yeah, that's a known thing, right? Yeah, by what your niece said, it's Jensen knows. Yeah, Jensen I mean, knows that it is. It's what, it's in fact, does Jensen inform everyone about Lester's? Uh, you guys are early on in your careers here, right. so. Yeah, no, so, my uncle kind of got mixed up into a thing, and uh, no, it's uh, it's all it's like white cord down to the it's all the way down. White cord. White cord all the way down. Drink your kombucha. It's, it's like, because they feed off sex, right? And. <gasps> and so it's like brilliant. With, with that I'm mind, not being that clear. I'm okay. not. With that, so you're um, hungover. <laughs> you're so hungover, man. You, so Uncle Jay, he finds some like yuppie yuppie person whose and bodies are turning up, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna do the right thing because I'm fucking Uncle Jay, and I'd always kill him a bad guy." And uh, and uh, and he goes and gets this guy he's and cracks open a whole. Ball of worms and um, and it's yeah it's that whole area it's like some tech startup thing and it's like white court area and yeah it's bad it's it's a whole thing over there. Well, so sounds, you're saying they won't help us? I'm saying it's monsters. So what do you yeah. got against monsters? So, well, it well, sounds like not a, hashtag, they eat people. Hashtag <laughs> not all monsters. like if someone's sending out information. Getting people in trouble from Luster, and the contact was sent from some encrypted anonymous thing, and that information is in Luster. Well, dollars of donuts, Luster knows about it. They're not going to be surprised if we go and say anything. The only thing they're going to be surprised about is that we walked in with our necks exposed for their vampire bites. 
dressed at the rabbi knows that the white cord is not neck bitey vampires. They're all the same. They might be able to still. But the rabbi cuts you off and says, "Oh, doesn't mean they won't bite you. It's just be more like sexual." Right. Exactly. If you're that, which we all are. If we wanted to hit up, yeah, no. You're always into it with the white court, to be honest. That's just so, the thing. That's so they, that's I, we definitely don't go in saying, hey, we're here for those files that you tried to protect when our hacker buddy got detected sneaking into your system. That would probably be a bad opener. Cook says, uh, look, back in the day, me and the boys, if we wanted to hit up a place, uh, I mean, everywhere on Mission Street in those days was uh, controlled by crooks. Uh, that's what we used to call uh, we would we would find whoever hated them the most and then team up together. I just think we're out of our league with these white court guys. But I mean, there's gotta be someone who hates them, right? Let's go talk to them. Like your uncle. The Jensen? enemy of my enemy. Yeah, is there a phrase? I mean, red court is worse than white court. That would be even. One. Uh, I don't Aren't they fighting? Yeah, he Cook shakes his head. Like... He says, "No, those red court bastards are eating my friends." Those are the enemies of my friends. Well, well they're San also Francisco the enemy of your enemy, so... Is that a I nice, think that, I think even level? Who would, we, who would we even go to... Florida Hills. Who would we even go to to start a fight? Because we all know the supernatural forces in San Francisco are at a... Don't ask, don't tell. Uh, 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 an unspoken non-aggression. Uh, no says, going. I know a man who is not afraid to cast some shit. Your uncle. I mean, he, he didn't get in there <laughs> <laughs> once. Uh, we uh, we raised some help before. Let's call him up before he pulled that dial. This is literally escalation. Let's do some research about Luster before we unleash the loose cannon. Are you trying I think to? That was, yeah, that was close to your words. We could declare. Let's make some. I declare. Um, I declare that we should research first before we unleash the dogs. On no, the I, 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 I think rushing in is probably maybe not the best plan. I'm still trying to figure out. Luster headquarters is in Knob Hill. It's an old Victorian house converted into uh, commercial property. Um, their servers are um, their servers are run from this house, so it's uh. A lot of strings had to be pulled in city planning. They got specially zoned oh, they, for they uh, uh, for business uh, use there. Uh, the entire electrical grid had to be uh, had to be augmented to support like the, the amount of electricity that a big server farm their for grid, a uh, for a big successful like... yeah. The grid pole is ridiculous. It just didn't support it. And like this is the amount of things that like the city did for them. Who knows why? In order to get them uh, up and running. Um, you know, uh, from your, uh, from some, so, like, who are you calling to, you know, who, who are you yeah, talking also, to? Yeah, I'm a little confused about what, what we're researching to find out. I mean, essentially, oh. it's like we're, who we they, should, we're, who we should, we should, to that guy? yeah, I mean, it, the idea of finding cold storage is we're looking for a USB drive. So I want to, I, what I want to do here is rather than ask, I want, uh, with our philosophy of tell, don't ask, or however we phrased it before, Let's figure out what we're trying to do. Are we trying to um, find the USB drive, or are we trying to find someone at lesser? I'm just a little confused yeah. about what uh, we're doing. I think um, someone's uh, 
basically call it a, a different plan, but we want to get the, well, we'll call it for now USB. We want to get those files. They're on some sort of drive. Um, do we need the file, or do we just need to find out who sent the files? No, no, no. F the files, who sent what files? Who sent the, uh, who sent the, the, files the that plan the to... The name of the person. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, plan. the files would be Luster's server logs. That's is, what you want to get. Is the contact information of who sent it. When oh, niece, yeah, you, okay. so you want to find out back. who someone hacked into Luster's, probably hacked in to Luster's servers. I, That's how they were able to send a message without that a username. There was someone from Luster. No, 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 no. Not in any way, shape, or form. That might be the truth behind it. But what it seems is that a message was sent through the Luster service from a null sender name. Shouldn't be possible. It means that someone exploited something or hacked into the servers or something. They, but by all appearances, Luster's service was just used as the delivery mechanism. Well, Luster's not gonna like that. Yes, and I, I interpret it as Luster knows about it and they don't want anyone finding out who sent it. So we have to break into Luster to get the information of of who sent it. That so Luster is protecting someone. There's not any indication of that. Um, your friend tried to hack into Luster's servers, and they don't like that, uh, regardless of the motivation of why you're hacking into their servers. It's illegal, illegal access to their servers, so they stopped her. Um, she was able to get enough information to tell you that the problem is, it is on, it, it is, they have server log backups, but they don't connect them to the network, they keep them in offline storage. If you had the server logs, you could, with the help of someone more tech savvy most likely, figure out, okay, here's exactly when the message was sent, Blah, okay, ah, from? here, look, some data was fucked up, like someone clearly did hack in and try to remove their traces, but maybe you find they're not getting that would server be the logs are on a USB? They're on a storage, not connected to the network. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever the storage is. You know, that wizard guy we just Tape sent to drives. jail, I bet he'd know how to figure this out really yeah, easily. Yeah, we really should talk to him first. Uh... And he was, he was like a hacker wizard. He would be great to have on board he in this thing. He seemed like he had a pretty one-track mind in killing wizards for power. I mean, he did, but if you were able to harness we that mind... We could always just not yeah. pay them any you know, money. What we also could have done, we we done. done is kill those wizards and use the demon's power to get back at Luster. But maybe that ship is Does sailed. anyone have good rapport? Who has the best rapport? And can lie. Not lie. Listen, well if, if you have a weird furry creature eating bodies in a park, I'm your guy. But, uh... What? You talk about, I mean, talking about... Yeah, so I'm sorry, not talking the, about possums. So sorry, the, 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 the... What the evidence indicates is that Luster is a bystander, most likely. Unless someone at Luster is the one that modified this stuff. It could be a possibility. That was the exact um, but, but... But it also seems like if someone at Luster wanted to do it, it sort of makes sense to not use their own service to do it, because that's pretty, like, that would... So, you know, there, there's... They could that's could what... be could be a stupid person at Luster. Or it could be someone completely separate. In fact, these thoughts are written out in Liam's notes after the initial contact, when he did his own research into trying to figure out who it was, said some sort of funny business about this guy's account... Um, probably the only way to figure out what's going on is Luster server logs, and he says, and from what, and from the rumors I've heard, uh, I ain't touching that. So I mean, we could go to Luster, 
talk to them. Talk to them. We could go to Lester, break in and try and find the USB, as I'm calling it, the cold storage device. We could... I mean, the only way I could really think of doing it is Uncle Jay style, and he left quite a few bodies behind. Yeah. I think... Uh, yeah, hmm. I'm gonna vote... We just go there and talk honestly to them. I don't think it's something we need to really I think, be deceitful I about. think picking a fight is... is uh, is gonna end up in, in casualties on both sides. Uh, but if we go in there, um, I can, uh, I can try and convince them, but, uh... We'll back you up. But, but if we're trying to spin a yarn, uh, I ain't your spinner. We're not going to come up with anything better than the truth. Um, yes, there is a chance that we say someone's sending stuff from your service, and they say, we'll take care of it. Good day. And, and if we cool. do that, then we Great. know what our next choices, but it will be harder, because uh, we, we alert them. Yeah, we, yes. And that's if they don't try and murder us right then. <laughs> right. Are the white court from your interactions with them trustworthy? Not in terms of, <laughs> not in terms of, can they lie, but I mean, are they rational in their thinking, in that if we say hey, From what I understand, the they're, they're schemer, well, okay, that's a good call. Are they Difficulty zero. Whew. Oh, you only two. I thought you had. I have a bonus to lore when I'm trying to figure out a monster's defenses on how to kill it. Anyone else have lore? I don't I know a lot one. about culture. Kid, you didn't vote. I can, have a one. I think roll. they're schemers. That's the vibe I Actually, have. Actually, what would I get? It's a four. Schemers. <laughs> uh, what do I get for? It's all yeah, you, you, you've got it. You're over you by go. two. Cool, I don't actually know Sublime what Sublime and so. subtle. What, play out the discussion after I feed the information to you, but oh, uh, the, okay. um, the White Court are, uh, as he was about to say, schemers. Um, the White Court, can they be trusted? No. They're vampires. They're, they're weak to true love. They are not fey creatures. They are not bound by promises. They are not... Um, they're they, not human. They, they can so tell lies. They're not human. Um, they, they, they are not human when classified so they don't as. Count uh, when you murder them. For the laws of magic purposes, they don't count as human. They are they are monsters, but they are not fey creatures. So, don't all the things you've learned about fey, they don't. Forget apply. all you know. Um, however, uh, the white court, unlike the red court, which uh, are are hideous, uh, disgusting creatures that, uh, that paralyze and uh, drink the blood of and murder their, um, murder their victims. The White Court, uh, the, the White Court you will never see, uh, engaging in a, like, frontlines war. They will, uh, everything they do is subtle and ha it is long, uh, long-lasting, uh, not long-lasting, but the long they play the long game, game in in all of their vindictive, uh, in all of their vindictive plays, the way they fight a war is one that you won't even realize that the war is going on until you've been taken down by your own people, and you won't even realize that it was the white. They aren't even. They aren't prideful about people finding out that it was them that did the whole thing. They would even prefer that nobody realizes who actually did that, and they are happy with that. They are not prideful in in that way. So they're the worst kind of people to work with. Uh, they're if you are, they if you're are, hoping for trustworthiness, they are they are very dangerous in that way. However, uh, it does mean that they are it's less likely that they're just going to rip your face off if you go to talk to them. That's, that's what I was wondering: is that are if they're interested in the long game or the short game, uh, 
We're if, not going if to you get, can get your snatched foot, up at the front door. If you can get your foot in the door, which is a hard part of dealing is. with the <laughs> uh, with the white court in the first place, it's likely that you'll get someone to listen to you. Now, they will try to seduce you, and they very likely will try to uh, feed on you. very will mm. be successful. <laughs> and potentially turn you into a thrall or kill you by feeding on your emotions. Love you will enjoy dreams. going out that way, but... Uh, still uh, still be out. But you'll still be out. <laughs> I love it when people try to seduce me. Um... Then I want to use contacts to make a declaration. Yes. What's the declaration oh, no. you're making? You don't say that you're using contacts to make a declaration. I want to make a declaration. Yeah. Uh, I know someone who has successfully used Luster for so long that they are on the high rollers list. Uh, just in that case, uh, yeah, it's just make a contacts check to to to. No, I am homeless, yeah. so I imagine this is not easy. Was it a guy who uh, drove up to you in a parking lot and made you an offer you couldn't refuse? I will tell you. Uh, I'm only going to spend 30 seconds talking about this. Does that make sense as a declaration? Because it's something about yourself? Knowing people. You can roll contacts as a declaration. I think that's along the same line. Hang on, he's reading it. Whether in a certain location or in a certain group of people, the more aspects uh, or other prior established contacts that you have relevant to the location or group, the easier the declaration would be. Gotcha. So, uh, they, so it is on page straight up a declaration. For more cool. rules on the difficulty. 319. I'm not going to spend much time on that, but uh, I was just going to call it a 3 if it's uh, if that's within the realm of what it would say. 319. Setting contact difficulties. Do, 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 do. Territory is home how city. How familiar you are with the area, how well connected you are among the people you're seeking contact with. Uh, often be obvious from a common sense under the presence of a relevant aspect. Plus two for unfamiliar, plus two for lacking obvious connection. So I'm familiar with the city, but I'm not, I don't have, I would say, obvious connections. To Knob Hill, yeah. Yeah. Make it a five. Uh, would we, would, yeah, because the city yeah. is like, yeah, but the area, so called a, uh, then called a, for it. called a, yeah, called a five. Five. Yep. Uh, right now I got a two. Um, let's do this. Um, I'm going to invoke Werewolf X Convict. You can mitigate these penalties by spending extra time to overcome them according to the time chart. Oh. What's the defense against a uh, an attempted white court seduction thingy? Say that again. Like, what would you say? What say? What was the question? What What kind of defense do you roll against, like, um, someone attempting to seduce you? Like, is that a might be discipline? Is it discipline? I would actually. Or endurance. Uh, I, I think I would. I think I would go ahead and uh, say that that's starting to presence? move towards mental attacks. I would love to resolve so this though. I'm curious about the context thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's finish the context thing. Or please. no, that's conviction. Conviction yeah. is your mental. Can we let's please finish the context thing? There's a taking extra time uh, rule, which is a player might mitigate the results of a failed roll by choosing to take extra time to do it. Every increment on the time chart greater than the default time it takes to complete the action allows the player to have plus one to the result. Okay. Um, here's the important part, though. If you offer this, it has to come at the cost of some inconvenience. This isn't a get-out-of-failure-free card to succeed in any action. The player failed the roll, and that means there must be a complication. Failure as success, but... On page I got an idea. Are we in a rush for this? No, I want to I wanna do that, and I got an idea for the complication. Uh, you want to take extra time? So, first, I'm invoking 
Werewolf okay. ex-convict. That brings me up to four. Yeah. This is someone who I had ties with in my old life as a convict when I was in the uh, Lobos. Is that what I call them? Lobos. I forget what. Uh, my gang, I have it written down here. The Mission Street Wolves. Mission Street Wolves. Um... Yeah, this is a, uh, so for a while when I was in the Mission Street Wolves, um, we started selling coke uh, for, or two, we, we got it from the people who were making it, and selling it to um, some uh, young uh, financial district guys. Um, you know, just got out of college, making the big nice. bucks, they were in the first dot-com boom. Um most of them went bust. One guy didn't. But he did not want ties to this past. And there was this whole drama of him, uh, you know, calling the police, letting them know where we are, even alerting other gangs. A couple guys got locked up. A couple guys died. Um, and I escaped in a hail of bullets because I turned into a wolf. Assumed I was dead. However... I've got the dirty knowledge of this guy's past. So he's a contact who doesn't necessarily want to know who I am. Uh, not want to know me. Um, but by alerting him, he realizes I'm still around. So it's a contact that once I use him, kind of becomes a, a possible future enemy. Could be... <sighs> uh, take some time. I, I take one increment of time. I was gonna say normally this would take about an afternoon to uh, uh, to make the call, so you gotta bump it up to a full day. Okay, so Cook says, "Listen, I I think I know uh, a guy I can talk to, but uh, it's not gonna be pretty. Give me a day. Uh, let's meet back in uh, in the park. I can go give Uncle Jay a call, and he can at least tell me like I don't know, lay out of the place or something. And, oh, he's uh, been in this specific place." Yeah, I think I think the lady may have been like an office person or something. Is there any chance that your loose cannon uncle might just take this as a opportunity and show up uninvited? I mean, that's always kind of a chance. That could happen anytime, really. Yes, but if you tell him specifically the place that you're going to and that you're you have interest in it, that might make it more likely. So I just I mean, I, I guess worry. I could try and just, like. Google the place and find blueprints, but I don't know. It's an old Victorian. That'd be hard. I'm they have those like the city planners, like if you have to do like additions on your house and you have to submit blueprints. Like well, they would have. You'd have to they go. Have had to do that, but they might have gotten around it, you know, with their wiles. I don't know. I can try looking into that. I just feel like avoiding bringing your uncle into this might be best for now. Hmm. We'll see. What does the declaration give us? What is the actual declaration? So, uh, the declaration is, I, I know a guy who's a high ruler on Leicester and okay. can get invited to You Lester can be his plus one? We'll figure that out after. Is that yeah. a pledge? Okay. Yeah, it's what, it's what yeah. you've, That's you've got. Yeah. I'll make sure that, okay. So, um, he calls in. And... Guy's surprised and disappointed to hear him. Uh, hear Cook. I mean, it's payphone. Like one payphone left in San Francisco. Actually, no, it's not a payphone. It's the phone in like a liquor store where he knows the guy. And the guy keeps being like, 
You said it would take 30 seconds. You take, said this would take 30 seconds. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not free. It's not free. He's <laughs> my minutes. Now. Yeah. That's where he's calling from. That's yeah. where he's calling from. So he's yelling. Uh, and he has had this guy's number written down like in, in like the, the sole of his shoe for like ages, knowing that he went, he's memorized it, written it in every pair of shoes he's had. Finally calls up this guy. His name is... We need a name. Slimy Businessman. Archibald Wiener. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Archie Wiener. Itchy Wiener, what? Archibald Archie Wiener. Wiener. No, but that's what the kids at school call him for sure. Itchy Wiener. Wiener. It says, Itchy. <laughs> and the guy, you know, right now his name already says, I thought you were dead. Thought I told you not to call me Itchy. Yeah. Does he know he's a wolf? Also, you're dead. Does he know he's a werewolf? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did his research. I thought... I thought you were dead. I thought you died rooting around in a dumpster. Yeah. That could be I could apply to both of them. Exactly. Sniffing butts. <laughs> oh shit, you put more. Licking your bowl. Licking your bowl. Uh, he died he the says, way he uh, lived. I ain't dead yet. Thank the Lord. <laughs> he says, I ain't dead yet. He says, listen, here you're uh, pretty high up. I would people around like to know what you used to do for a little <gasps> bag of coke. You think I licked balls? Yeah. <laughs> uh, call him itchy for nothing. Yeah. Uh, oh. He says, there's more of us around than you think. We all got stories. This says, is so funny, uh, like a booty call. Meet me. Meet me in... Uh, yeah, the, the liquor store <laughs> owner has like stopped pressing him off and is now just like sort of... Paused it. Is. <laughs> Got one eyebrow raised. I know how how big you are. Watch the time. Morbidly the curious. Oh, Stow Lake. He says, "Meet me at Stow Lake." He's like, "This is worth another four cents per minute for me to hear where this is gonna go." Do a paddle boat so you'll pull up next time. <laughs> Get the paddle boat. Meet me under the bridge. The paddle with a paddle. You, you got a lot of balls chewing your face in this paddle boat. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Hold on, I'm turning the next accident. That night, same night, right? <laughs> Paddling up oh, to the bridge. Oh, late night <laughs> paddle boat. <laughs> we had to, you had to steal the paddle boats to do that. The hot wire. Okay, extra. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's wearing a designer T-shirt. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Very nice. Is that uh, a t-shirt? Some like casual uh, slacks. They're like slacks, but for like comfortable evening wear. And, uh, and slippers. And he says, uh, Archie, Wiener. <laughs> we can. Hey, Wiener. <laughs> Who's there? Uh, I'm there. I'm, uh, anyone who I'm wants to be there. It's, there. Park. John, it's my park. This is my park. I'm there. there. Can we be on the shore with I'm on top of the bridge. I'm on top of the bridge lurking. What are they saying? Can I just say there's a legend about Stow Lake being haunted? By the way, you Stow Lake. Just want to say that. But it's an artificial lake. Mm. Still can drown somebody in it. Yeah. It's still yeah. haunted. And they move when they <laughs> built the lake. The they moved the bucket. gravestones, but not the graves. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> itchy. Cook. Poltergeist reference. Spoiler alert. Cook says. Poltergeist. Uh, I know. Uh, I remember when you first joined Lester. 
I kept an eye on you. I know that you're probably high rolling now. And we need, uh, some friends and I need to get into the uh, headquarters. No way, Cook. Uh No no way. (laughs) What is this guy? No, he's high up in luster, so he's he's at least got He's like, he's a guy who's very attractive (laughs) to single women. He's He's looking for a one night stand. I'll I'll just play myself then. Psycho. Uh, (laughs) Murder. No way, Cook. <laughs> he always said you always said you always he says look man I still got pictures hidden away somewhere yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your arch tweener he says really blackmail you, that's where you we're going with this, this whole time? <laughs> look Black you shit. shot me yeah, guys shoot me blackmail is like way down the list man <laughs> But I know it'll do a lot more damage to you than bullets did to me. He thinks about this for a moment. Clay goes... <sighs> on top of the bridge. And he says, listen, man, look at me. Look at me. Like... He says, that's what I'm doing, do and I that's know? why I'm afraid of letting you in there. They'll revoke my membership. Yeah, but... They found out what you used to do for coat. They'll revoke your membership anyways. <laughs> oh. He says... You really only got one play here, do you? Ah, uh, look at me. <laughs> I repeat. He says, I'm at the end of my rope, man. He says, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't be calling you up if I thought there was any other way to do this. And you wouldn't be here if you thought there was any way to get out of this. Fireflies light up the peace. It's so he says, he says, fine, but you destroy those photos. And he's not worried about there being digital copies because look at Cook. I mean, yeah, Cook has them like printed out in some crumpled up pieces of paper. It's behind a brick that come out yeah. of the side of a building. He knows Cook. He says, yeah. you'll destroy them. I'll watch you burn them. Yeah, this yeah. is your last time you're calling this in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it, Archie. He says, fine. What's the details? And he fills him up. Uh, Get us a sit down. We want a sit down. We want a meeting. <laughs> we want we want a sit down meeting with <laughs> Oh my god, this is gonna be so horrible. He takes out a comb, brushes his hair a little bit, uh, puts it back in. He says, in he says the humidity on this lake is horrible. <laughs> Frizzies. Get in the frizzy. I have a date in 20 minutes. I have an escort later. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you know, lake. <clears throat> I thought this would be really quick. I've never done this with a werewolf before. He says, look, you're right that I can get you in with my status there. He says, he says, but you gotta give me your word. You're not gonna do anything that's gonna uh, that's gonna put me in danger here. He says, man, uh, have you ever heard the phrase enemy of my enemy? Is is my is my can't get fooled again. Can't get fooled again. Uh, is it shame we, on you? We got nothing against Lust, dude. But uh, someone there's someone else connected with the man. You know, uh, we just we just need to like get cold storage. Lying through obscura It sounds like half the words you just said You read in a book and are repeating them Without understanding their meaning Man, did, I read Neuromancer in jail It just like changed me, man you, Have you read <laughs> it? Oh, I had a line Oh, for the love of God 
this too. You should do some coke. <laughs> so, by the uh, way, uh, he says, "Are you holding?" So, just to sit down, huh? You just want to have a chat? He says, this "Look, uh, I don't know if you know what you're getting into, but these people, these people that run this place, says I've been going there long enough. I've seen enough things. They're from well, your world." If you understand my meaning, and They're as he glances around, nice. he's like trying to be subtle because he's looking yeah. to each of you all. <laughs> no, we're not visible. We're on the shore. We're Wait, I thought you were all there. All four of them are on the two-person paddle boat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you were each. No, no, no. I would have been speaking up. I'm on the shore. The I'm not hiding. I didn't even plan direction. on being there. I'm doing something else. This guy probably sees that there's figures. Well, I actively said I'm lurking on top. But you said like get five of us in, right? Six of us, yeah, five yeah, or six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a sit down. Uh, it's a sit down. Uh, all right. So he's, he's looking around. But he says, "That's all them, right?" Yeah. He says, "If they're going to be about this subtle going in there, he says you may want to rethink your strategy." He doesn't uh, know about me. I'm on the bridge. That's why we're asking permission. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why we're not, I'm not sneaking sneaking in. Uh, Cook says, uh, "Yeah, that's why we're asking permission and uh, not trying to sneak in." I mean. You know me. I, I, normally, I'd just be trying to get through the back door. He says, okay, so what he does say, they're from your world. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, man, I know. Look. Homeless people. Uh, <laughs> they're all homeless. He says, look, man, you just worry about getting us in. We'll worry about it from there. I, I, I'll do my best to uh, uh, not, not get them to kick you out or demote you or, uh, or, or whatever. Or whatever. And he says, man, you, you don't even have to worry about it, man. I mean, it, it, seriously, like, we, we got it all, we got it, we, we, we got it all handled here. talk? Clay's just like, stop talking. Just stop <laughs> And he says, like, look, I mean, it's like, you don't even want to know, man. Like, last, the other night, like, demons and, like. like a big rock goes, bloop, into the water right <laughs> he next says, to you. <laughs> He says, enough, I don't want to hear any more of your bullshit. The bridge is so <laughs> He says, unstable. give me... Uh, he says, God damn it, Cook. You fucking handsome ass. When are we doing this? <laughs> Why are we playing this game? Why are we, Why are we, we doing this to each other? We, uh, How long will we keep meeting under bridges? <laughs> on battle boats. Cook says, uh, You've never complained before. Tomorrow night. <laughs> One of these days we could both be in a paddle boat <laughs> rather than taking our own. Because they are definitely like cop car. <laughs> cop car paddle boats. They have to go like a little forward, a little back. <laughs> hold on, hold Why on. do we keep One of you bumped against the bridge wall because you were drifting. A ship says, "Can you one, get out of my? Just get out of my way. I need to this steer a little." This is dramatic. You keep bumping in. This doesn't have yeah, a great says, turning. Tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, tomorrow night. <laughs> tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Fine. Meet me at. Just call him with me. Meet me, me at uh, the corner. At the the. Uh, what are those bugs? No, he wouldn't meet at the top. You would meet at a gas station. station. What would be like a classy place for like a rich guy to meet? A bar, a fancy bar, yeah, sushi fancy place. A uh, sushi place. Yeah, meet, meet me at Knob Hill Sushi. Meet at what? Knob Hill Sushi. Meet me at Knob Hill Sushi. Right, it's classy. He says, he says 9 p.m. He says that'll be the ideal time for you to get in. I've had takeout from there, and by that I mean I took it out of the garbage. Nothing beats getting your stomach full of sushi before maybe a hooker. Like the party situation. 
I'm uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking also, Jensen and Uncle Jay sushi. may plan like a plan possible. B Ooh. in case things go south. You guys hit the emergency text and we come in guns blazing. Well, that sounds fun. Okay. To murder this. Because like if we go, if I go in, they're immediately going to recognize me, know that I'm associated with my uncle, and probably just say no. Also, to whatever like you're wanting. Twenty-one year old stepping into a stripper joint, like he's just going to be. Yeah, just you're, like, just gonna, you're gonna. You're get gonna eaten get tons of by vampires. <laughs> you're going to get eaten alive by vampires. Actually, I like Do that. you trust your ability uh, to actually? Quick, end the scene. Can you change your werewolf before you start paddling the boat? Quick, <laughs> ends the scene by <laughs> saying, uh, "I want you to remember." Uh, this fakes. He <laughs> 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 said, this is the face of your past. And then he turns into a wolf and jumps into the water and doggy paddles to shore. <laughs> it's not very dramatic because they look kind of Yeah, funny. and remember, when he turns into a wolf, it's not, like, scary. It's it is, like, going over it's and He said, they're water. gonna charge your cart on file to recover. <laughs> Do you think I have a cart? I mean, oh! He just pad- the paddles away. <laughs> Check your palette book for belongings. <laughs> there's, a, there's a turd. Yeah. And ah, there's also a pair of pants in turd. there. <laughs> Alright, 9 p.m. Sushi joint. You walk in, he's already there. Yeah, who's with me? He's at the bar. He's eating sushi. I will bear the sushi. I'm gonna do some talking. Right, do you wanna go if we split the party? Oh, yeah. Do we want uh, to? Right? We'll I think it's a little... great idea to split party. We'll go with the killing group. B. I go with not killing group because I have high conviction. Yeah. He stands up immediately, tosses uh, uh, tosses a couple of bills uh, on the uh, on the bar, leaves a sushi. Half chef points to half we have the right to refuse business. And he uh, uh, he walks out oh, and he gross. says he says I don't want them to see you see me with you. As he walks outside to the street. Okay. Uh, Cook quickly says uh, the the the. Uh, uh, Name is Sushi. The, 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 the fat belly is, is looking a little old. You should uh, you should toss it up. He gets in the back seat of a big uh, black suburban. Do we uh, have to get in this car too? Is he? No, no. He said we're, we're gonna follow him. He says he doesn't want the guy to see them see him with us. So I think he's called a meet with the white core people coming to the sushi. No, place. no, no. Uh, he doesn't want. Sushi chefs uh, yeah. to see you, to him with okay, you all so we're following because him. he likes the sushi place and, yeah. and wants them to continue to like him. So the people he's worried about is the sushi place. Yeah, he's worried about it okay at this moment. <laughs> get in the car with him. He's like, I mean, I it's right nearby. I don't want to lose my good friends. He goes here for and Nob Hill sushi. He goes here for a pregame meal all the time. <laughs> pregame still sushi. Get in the car with him. Oh, you can eat Nothing sushi. Nothing puts you in the mood. Now uh, I'm gonna go to It's just clay. This is Rabbi. Change your so ways. So you two are staying outside for Plan B. Yeah. All right. Wait, Did you call your there. uncle? His chakras yeah. are so closed right now. Interesting. I like it. So closed off. Listen, he's a little wacky, but he does the things that we might eat him for. Uh, all right. Jason, we we'll, set up a we'll come back. Yeah. We'll come back to you. Actually, you know what? Uh, so you guys get in the car. Uh, you see the like three Uber rooms. logo on the front of the car. And this guy looks back and sees a high-class businessman, a homeless man, a blind hipster, and a rabbi, and goes, ah, that's usual. But, <laughs> but this is an Uber Black. Yeah. This is an Uber Black, Ooh. of course. I mean, this guy doesn't ride in anything less than an Uber Black. 
Supernatural Uber as well. <laughs> <laughs> supernatural Uber? Like, it's, supernatural. Uber like is classy. It's not like he has his own private driver. He's still hiring an Uber. Well, he has his own private driver for as long until he gets out and so, says he no longer needs him. He's his private driver. So he just pays him by the hour instead of by the month. He reputation with Luster the sushi place and his driver. So he's hiring an Uber. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I don't want my driver to know that I'm hanging out with this riffraff. He's very he's vain. He's very he says, vain. He says, Luster. And, uh... The driver tips his head, tips his, uh, uh, tips his head, and giddy up, pulls out. We have very start driving up the, the hill, knob hill. How long have you been uh, driving for? Uh, All right, so you guys are driving there. You guys, what are you doing? How are you setting up? Where are you going? What are you doing? Uh, I was thinking rented van from like a rental car place. Oh, we're okay. gonna need to play this out. Where do you go? What kind of rental? What kind of rental place? Like, is this like like regular, like enterprise budget, or, uh, or is this a like, place where the logos aren't on the cars? So logos aren't on the cars. You can pay in cash. Yeah. How does that work? Do you, do you have to give like a cash deposit for? Probably. Maybe. Or you just leave your know. car there. That's like, what I want to know. Like how how uh, under the table is it? Under the table is this? Is this like a? We give you an upfront, like, $15,000, like, cost of the van. We bring it back. You give us back our cash. We, they only charge the rental. And then they nickel and dime you the entire time? Well, that, that would be like no, the... more like, like... I think this is probably Uncle Jay's thing. Is He, he gets most of his money because he doesn't work. Most of his money is through credit card fraud and whatnot. So he does <laughs> leave them a card on file. Oh, okay. So, so, it's, a more, card. so it's a more, like, legitimate rental place. With no logos, like, none yeah. is noticeable. The illegitimate but. part is just what you do. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Sign, sign the paperwork, go. What model of car? I feel like it's a critically important that we spend a long time discussing what this car looks session. like. I was thinking, like, How many uh, a van. Do you put on it and where a do van. Stickers like, like a work van, a little bit. Like, like a white van. Does it have, like, a ladder on the roof? Uh, I don't think it has a ladder on the roof, no. Okay. Uh, Sliding door on the passenger side, opens double doors in the back. Normal uh, driver's side and passenger side doors. Mostly unfurnished puncture. inside. We're just kind of sitting in there waiting for the signal. All right. So I cannot sit next to uh, Yeah. So do you get the insurance? Uh, I mean, yeah. Like, always get the insurance. Lost, yeah. lost damage waiver. It's only like four I, bucks a day. Right, you got to exactly. get, you gotta get, get it. it. It's just, you yeah. be stupid. You're just, um, it's crazy. So where are you guys set up? Um, <laughs> and like, and for yeah. what? What's your plan here? Like, what you, what do you got with you? What's the, what's the deal? Um, What'd you get out of your trunk of, of stuff? Well, it's Jensen. It's Uncle Jay's oh, trunk of stuff. That's right. Um, you don't have a trunk. No, I don't have a trunk. I have my my closet in my dorm room. Oh, which you can't really keep. All and of, like all my family's weapons. stuff in Santa Rosa, which I can make a trip to, I guess. But that's a bit of a hoof. Um, anyway, uh, no, he's got his shotgun and, uh, and weapons and Uncle Jay has all his kit. What, what are you, where it's like, we're, we're, we're the quick, we're, we're the quick reaction force for if whatever they're doing in there goes badly, we're going to at least try to make a really big distraction or fight our way in there and get him out. Yeah. You're the extraction gonna, team. Yeah. I got a book and a knife. A book and a knife. Yes, that's all you need. What else do you need? Nothing. You got yeah. gumption. 
And as you That's say, chutzpah. the book is more grit. dangerous. Yeah. You've got grit. I've got grit. And uh, what do I what do I know Very about gritty. shooting? I mean, he he preps to shoot vampires. Uh, are, white court vampires. Are white court vampires Ten. different in their weaknesses? Yes. What are they weak against? Well, that you can find out because your lore would have bonuses what for that. Yeah. I can do that what if you want. True love, you said. Um. So you could fall in love with one of them. With the bullets. With the bullets. No, you each, shoot. Each bullet shoot is Valentine's like. <laughs> it's actually this card. Uh, give me a lore check for understanding how to uh, kill white court vampires. Ooh, two. Well, I was gonna say still. two. Okay. Ooh. Uh, you think to uh feed a particular information to Cook, perhaps? Uh, it seems that the blood of the white court vampire, when consumed, functions as a passion-inducing drug and aphrodisiac. If your particular brand of eliminating supernatural threats involves biting or eating them, be warned. Uh oh. Heads so you, up. So you are warned. More scratchy, less bitey. More of a wolf from a wolf. Okay, well. He's in heat. Oh, God. Um, the couches, no! Smells musky. Your stuff is I'm not sure white court vampires... I know if they have inhuman toughness or something like that, they'll have catches. Um, or inhuman recovery, they'll have catches, I think. White court vampires... Um, no Their catch is true emotion. <laughs> Basically, the expression or influence of the purest form of a positive, wholesome emotion, in opposition to the base emotions that can be incited with the insight emotion power. So, true love for lust, true hope for despair, etc. If the vampire can incite several emotions, each of the corresponding true emotions can hurt him. So, got any true love in your heart? Uh, I mean, not in a shotgun shell. You just have to carve it on. True love so, uh, for shotgun shells. Cindy. That's uh first crush. I mean, that's the thing. Is the, the thing is it's a pretty it's a pretty gnarly catch because it is uh, pretty damn difficult to. Uh, you can't make it, you know, artificially. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because that's what it is. It's true emotion with a capital T and a capital E. The rabbi's confused that he's like, wait, you guys don't have overwhelming faith in a higher power, absolute hope in the good of all mankind. Wait, I so, thought we were all so on the same page. True hope would be great if these were the types of white court vampires that use despair as their thing. But the runs wanting running luster. They're all about the oh, I'll give you one guess as to so the way they. So you have to use the true emotion that's on the opposite side. It has of to be on the counter, the counter oh, to the love. base emotion. So love versus I'm not lust. I'm in love with you know, anyone. This is going to be a great time for declarations. I feel like because like has... using a fate point to declare something. Because if you were in a tight spot, someone's going to reveal that they're in love. Drew has a true love of God, but he's pretty Old Testament, which really just means he has a true fear of God. He has great fear of a higher power. <laughs> <laughs> My higher power makes me kill people. Are you? Do you love that? Stuff? I love it. I, you love your book. It's a really good book. It's well, to me, it's not. It's so great. with that said, in Sydney rounds, because fire always hurts. <laughs> <laughs> True love is their weakness. Dresden has mentioned many, <laughs> many times that the reason he chose to specialize in fire magic Most for his offensive burn. magic is the fact that you may not have the particular thing that works against the thing you're fighting, but fire hurts everybody. <laughs> I like the fact that, like, I was thinking, like, oh, we need, like, a, an emergency signal. Things are wrong. And then I realized, like, no, wait, we can just text them. 
<laughs> Help. Uh oh! Uh oh! Can you ever shake Alright, so you guys are set up just out front. Uh, <laughs> Around the corner, man. Don't, don't We're circling the block. It's a it's a oh, it's a driving? residential neighborhood because it's like Knob Hill. Yeah, that's right. Because it's not a it is not Terrible a parking. business. So bad parking, definitely. Double, we're double parked with the hazards. On. I assume there's a lot of garages in Knob Hill. Double parked with the hazards on. If that doesn't happen, I'm going to compel them. That is, that <laughs> because is, it adds a complicated and dramatic... Because <laughs> you could get towed while you're inside. <laughs> no! No, no, no! Oh, and no, they are on it with the towing, man. So I think I think we're probably down the block. If we get the signal, we'll, we'll blast a up and exit the van. All right. Okay. Jogged. I mean, the plan is, you guys are great in the negotiation. We won't have to do anything. Huh. Exactly. I should be driving because I have things. Then you're driving the vans. Block but go home. Uh, know the story. In fact, your name's on the rental agreement. We pull up at Lester headquarters. Sausage. Do we have a name for the person in charge of it on our list that we're meeting? Yes, we do. Okay, I thought so. It's the itchy wiener. It's a lady. Sequoia LeBlanc. The White Court CEO of Luster. I was coming up with a name, and in my head I came up with Simone Valhalla, which is like another <laughs> version of Sequoia LeBlanc. That's, that it was sounds her like she's a name. porn star, actually. It's not, yeah. it's not a stripper, it's a porn star. Like, that's yeah. like, LeBlanc. Sequoia LeBlanc. <laughs> You're a okay, tiny so bit more legit. We get escorted by some escorts. Oh no! <laughs> The uh, rabbi finds great humor in this. You guys! Do you not see what the you're bouncer, doing? Bouncer, bouncer, uh, uh, out front recognizes, uh, uh, recognizes Archie. Archie, Archie, it's itchy wiener. <laughs> recognizes <laughs> itchy wiener. He says, "Hey, wiener," and he says, "Uh, wiener." <laughs> <laughs> and then kind of says that to everyone. Manages no, no, no. not to snark. He he's professional. Not a not a hint of a snark across the thing. He's the he's the your first impression of your enjoyable night out here. I don't know. Hmm. In a sex club, having a nickname of a wiener is actually probably pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be Uh, more like uh, uh, wiener. I I will follow you up on that and say having a nickname of itchy wiener kind of removes all good good things. That's worse. He probably he just says just call me wiener. Just first. Just just wiener. When first we're asking what he's into, he says I'm straight like my wiener. Which only raises suspicion. Uh, all right, so <laughs> it lets you in. Inside, what does this look like in here? Velvet decadent. walls, decadent. It's 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 but high like, class. But like over the board, ostentatious. So this is yeah, yeah. O- over the over the top, ostentatious. Uh, drapes. You're in a you're in a um, you're in like an entryway area. Yeah. There's a there's the mosque, a there's a, a, a very sort of white. Tastefully playing like from a, the, but yeah. Here's what oh, I'm imagining. It's like a maitre d' counter. That's what it yeah. is. It's like it's, a maitre d' podium. It's also an old Victorian. So it's not it's a big yeah. lobby, stuff like that. It's like narrow. It's, it's nice rooms, tons of staircases, and you get glimpses of things as you walk through. Like, so you walk oh, by the doorway yeah. and you hear laughter, you know, jazz music, see people like mingling. Well, so you're not flash. in the main area yet. Okay. You're not in like the the through the next like yeah. big like velvet. You curtains. hear little things. Thing, you're, 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 you're in the cover. 
And yeah, yeah, and as you see someone like walking through the thing, you see this like large room, There's sort of reminiscent of like on the uh, walls of yeah. San Francisco celebrities. Oh yeah, and you see you see like a spiral staircase that goes up to the next floor here. No, no, um, it's just a staircase. There's erotic art too. And the the woman wearing almost nothing at all, but in like a classy like oh. like. Like, like, uh, uh, turning into a what am I thinking of? Like red carpet, red carpet style, you know, like designer, one, one of a kind in the world, like gown, uh, like revealing gown dress. She, uh, she looks and says, Wiener, welcome back. Uh, and then, and she says, guests today? Wiener says, we are into some weird stuff. Yeah, he, he says, says, "Yeah, I'm." Uh, says, "Yes, we're broadening my horizons." Says, "Yes, I'd like a uh, private room with my guests, please." And she says, "She says, of course, of course. We'd like to take you this way." And noticeably gestures you around, like a hallway around the backside, not through the main doors where the other clientele might see you all. I mean, I am a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, Are wearing, you wearing full kit? Rabbi, rabbi is not rabbi. You're wearing. I'm like lie. Superman. I just at least like not. Did you just like wear like um, a '70s leisure suit? You can't wear the Star David. I break off one of the corners and it's a pentagram. It's cool, dudes. <laughs> Dude, but you're respected by the community. No, never mind. It's only it's only it's only red court that's affected by. Yeah, these are. It's, o- it's only yeah, red court that's affected by holes in black. Maybe black court as well, yeah. But yeah. Red, red court, black court, uh, white court doesn't care about the holy symbols. Um, I mean, because in a lot of ways, just for a lore perspective, white court, red court, black court, probably completely different species of the thing that they are. They're all called vampires because they feed on mortals in different sort of abstract like definitions of feeding. The way it goes, like black is the most supernatural. And then red is a little bit less so, and white is even more less so. Like they're almost a lot more just like a people. Yeah, and they're, yeah, they're, they're barely related, related to each to other. Yeah. they're like thematically related to each other, but probably not biologically in whatever way you can yeah. call supernatural biology biology. Um, probably not biologically related at all. And the black heart really turned into bats. Yeah, yeah, everything that's the, like Dracula, yeah. classic they're Dracula, undead. Bram Stoker <laughs> is—they're undead. Red court are straight up um, flesh masks over just a hideous. Bat-like creature, yeah. like a big, like that's scary. That, that's like all, they are just a monster that casts a veil, and they literally that's gross. kill yeah. and just Which one consume. That? That's red, red court. court. The red court are just straight up monsters. Yeah, uh, the white court have more like a a monstrous spirit yeah. that drives them, uh, but they are they are what you see. They are they're not they're not concealing another form. Red court are straight up concealing another yeah, actual glamours. form. They don't, white court don't have glamours, no. There's a jade court too. It exists. Check it out. We're still a legend, yeah. Um, so, uh, I completely lost down. my my chance. All right, so this is what bad. you look like. Guides you in uh, through that. Yeah, so she takes you, shame, takes you. So there's like a there's like a sideway thing, and there's a staircase that you walk up, like a nice like you know like red padded like staircase as we go up, up like a couple floors like one floor <sighs> is like offices like this is their headquarters oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. bottom floors all like the nice there's like know, an entryway yeah sex rooms. as you pass uh, uh as you pass one area there's like an employees only business. area and business. you see 
you see coming out of the employees area, you see like uh, a guy uh, uh, open or no move move the drapes aside, and he's just a um, he's a temp flip flops uh, uh, no! t shirt that's like says says live long and prosper with a little Vulcan thing, and he's wearing sh- uh, cargo shorts. He's just a dude. Uh, like he's a programmer from head to toe. He opens like those extremely wide eyed when he sees. He says, "Sorry, sorry, sorry," and like closes the uh, uh, closes the curtain. And and there are no he- doors here, are there? Those of you with more curtains. like supernatural hearing, anyone? Maybe you. Good. Uh, yeah, you just hear a guy go, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" Like he clearly fucked up by uh, showing himself to the yeah. clientele as you guys are walking down another another hallway. Leads you into a nice fuck. like. Uh, Victorian style big old bedroom. Um, it's got you know um, a uh, uh, it's got like a big sort of open design shower, and there's a couple of beds and like fancy. a big like sort of beanbagish like sort of loungy area on the side. It's like a big room, and she Drain says, uh, he says, would you like the usual? And he says, uh, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, please. The, the the usual would be fine. And then she says, absolutely. Any minute. Closes up the door, and you guys are alone in this room. (laughs) With a cheese grater. A clown and a fireman. (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of redheads and a lot of people who look like your dad. (laughs) (laughs) All the members of the village people. Hell yeah, yeah, it's fun watching. (laughs) It's totally serious, it's just. Let's get started. Oh. <laughs> you're you're going to want to close your eyes. What you guys dressed like, rabbis? <laughs> oh. oh. And then we, like, where's, where's the rabbis? You guys just rabbis and say, one of us is here early. Where's your pants? That's the other rabbis. Where's your pants? And he says, he says, Look, I just needed to. I just needed to get us up in here. Get my uh, uh, get my regulars, and uh, he says. Uh, and then uh, says, "Do we says, have to wait for something?" He says, "Well, so who are you guys seeking to talk to? That just anyone?" Sequoia, I said. You want Sequoia? That only I Sequoia. said. Anyone? Head of Lester. Oh God! And you Can't we just said work our okay. way up the chain, the chain, a little bit? Wait, uh, okay, the so the uh, keep having sex with people. So the uh, so wait, is that an option? Six it's women streaming through the uh, six women streaming. Same thing, like dude gowns. You know, uh, 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 in God, what Academy Award, you know, award style like gowns, head to toe. Each of these people could be interviewed uh, coming out of a limo. And, uh, and they, you know, it's nice. It's like, it looks, like, they all look amazing. Unbelievably, uh, unbelievably attractive women head to toe. And, and he didn't go for, like, six similar. They just completely span the gamut. You got a blonde brunette. You got a redhead. What? You got short and tall. Um, and so uh, they come in, and he immediately just launches into them. And he says, uh, Wow. He says, look. No, he's, <laughs> He immediately, he immediately stands up. He imme- guys, stop, stop. We're gonna come minutes. He immediately stands up and he looks angry. And he's saying, he's saying, 
What is this over here? He says, this Blinka is halfway fallen off, uh, fallen oh, off here. I see some grout in the tiles over there. He, sa he says, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the shower drain is, is, uh, leaking. Look at that. Drop, drop, drop. He says, he says, you will go back. You're getting Sequoia right now. I want Sequoia here in, uh, Sequoia here in the next ten minutes. And they're wide-eyed and a couple of them have backed out the room. One of them's and crying. And uh, they're they're <laughs> remarkably good at uh, at, yeah, at sort of maintaining, maintaining composure. Their voice, their they say voice. they say, of course, uh, not Liam. What's his name? Of course, Wiener. Of course, Wiener. Of course, sweetie. No problem. Yes, we'll get Sequoia right away. That's Anything Mr. you want. Mr. Sweetie to you. <laughs> sweetie Wiener. They sort of just bow their heads <laughs> and uh, and my dick isn't curved. And says and says right away and carefully like shuts the door. <laughs> And then they're out of the room. And you see him. He's like dripping with sweat. Your heart is like beating out of his chest. And he says, uh, That was he the says, most erotic thing I've ever done. Destroying those photos the moment we get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we'll continue next week. <laughs> oh my god. This is terrifying. I thought, I thought his shtick is to come in and yell at women. Yeah, I thought it was to watch women. <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's what he paid.